How much money do you spend every month on marketing for your property management business? You got to get new owners. You got to have them call. You got to have them get on the website and emailing you. How much money do you spend on that? The more your business grows, the longer you've been in business, I believe the less money you should be spending every single month on marketing because it becomes organic. And there are four marketing essentials that you must start with before you spend one nickel on marketing. There are four things that you can and should be doing, which are all free. And if you don't do these four things, it doesn't matter how much money you spend, your marketing will fail. Hey, my friends, Mark Cunningham with PM Build. Welcome to another episode of the Property Management Business Podcast, where we talk about everything helping you build, grow, and protect your property management company. This is about growing your property management company because it's about marketing. Now, I'm not going to ask you to spend any money on this podcast as it relates to marketing and generating leads. There's a lot of money we can all be spending on marketing. But I truly believe that the bigger you get, the less you should spend on marketing, not more. Because if you truly build your business the way it should be built, the organic marketing will start to work. Now, whether you agree with me or not, that's fine. But let me share with you the four essential components that you must, must, must have in place before you spend any money on marketing. So here we go. Number one is your Google My Business account, your Google My Business account. Now, if you haven't logged into that for a while, you really probably should do that. I'm going to pull up mine right now. So you just go to business.google.com. Now, if you haven't logged into this in at least 60 days, then you need to pay attention because things change on there regularly and you have the ability to go in and update information. So go in. If you have never claimed your account you need to get that done. And that just right there, that can be confusing because they'll mail you something and you've got to get the piece of mail or they'll call you and you got to enter the code. It's a pain in the neck, but it's necessary. So once you do that, they have a number of different things you can go in and edit to put information in there. Here's why this is so important. Google controls everything. Google controls the world. <laughs> Is that a little bit, that's a little bit extreme. I don't think they control everything. As far as you're concerned with marketing to new owner clients, they do, all right? Google has to know you're there. Google wants to promote you, but if they don't know you're there, they can't. What's the line from the movie? Help, help me help you, right? Help Google help you. And to help Google help you, you've got to keep your business profile, not just created, but you've got to keep it updated. So I'm on the edit profile section right now. It's been... Honestly, between you and me, don't tell anybody. But between the two of us, it's probably been two months since I've been in here. And I see there's new fields they've created that I should be adding to. So I'm on the about section here. We've got our business name, our business category. Our business category is property management company as our primary category. Is that yours? And there's also second cat secondary categories. Did you know that? You can put in real estate rental agency. That's our secondary category. You can put in a description of your company, which you should do. You put in the date that your business was started. And of course, things like your website and your, your address, your service areas. You can put in zip codes and cities of all the places you service. Why do you want need to do that? Because if someone Googles 
a particular zip code in property management or a particular city name, if you haven't told Google specifically you work in that area, you're not going to come up. You put in your business hours and then you add all sorts of other things that you offer. Do you uh, offer everything from amenities to accessibility? And they've got a lot of stuff in there. That's just under the heading of your edit profile section. Then, of course, you add photos and you need to do this. Google wants pictures, not pictures of just your properties. You put in your logo, you put in your team picture, you put in a cover picture. Let's see. Uh oh, I'm putting in my cover picture and it says I don't even have a cover picture. That can't be correct. Well, it's a good thing I logged in here today. Even if you didn't get something out of this today, my friends, I did because my cover picture is gone. It's disappeared from our Google My Business account. I will be updating that very, very shortly. You can look at the performance of your site. Now, of course, you can do paid advertising. I'm not talking to you about Google paid advertising. I'm just talking to you about the free stuff right now. And you can know how well you have it because you'll see on the right-hand side of Google, if you go into Google and you do an incognito search, it's called, depending on what browser you utilize, figure out how to do an incognito. Incognito simply means that Google is not going to take not going to take into consideration any prior searches you've done. They're going to pretend this is the first time you've searched for property management company in Denver. And they're going to show you where you come up, type in your company name. Then on the right-hand side, it's going to give you information about your company. It's going to show you some pictures and you're going to scroll down. And there, for example, there's products. You can add your rental properties under the product section. You can add videos. Oh, as you know, if you've been following me for any period of time. I think videos are very effective. You can put videos in there. You can put questions and answers in there. I see that we've had two questions recently that we haven't answered. You can enter more properties. You can put other things in there. There's so much information that you must, must, must put into your Google account. And how much does all this cost? What I just said, nothing. Completely 100% free. But my friends, if Google doesn't know you exist, you don't exist. Like it's just that simple. So if you want to be successful in property management, you need to do that. So that's number one. Okay, Google My Business. The second thing that is the most important essential piece of your marketing, your company marketing, is your company website. Now, we all have company websites. I'm sure that's very straightforward and very basic there. But there are some pieces of the website I highly recommend you have in place to make it findable by Google as well. So this kind of ties into number one there. Google has to know you exist and they have to be able to look and read at your website. My friends, this is not a promo for PMW, Property Manager Websites. That's the company we use for our website. But gosh, I, I just recommend them. We've worked with them for years and years and years. I love them. I'm just a big fan. They can do so much of this backend work for you because building a website is hard. Please don't have your son who just took a class in high school on website design build your site for you because it's not just building the site it's all the back end stuff that's so important for that so let me give you a couple essentials i believe that are necessary to put onto your website to help it be effective number one do you have a pricing page i believe you should if you're truly believing in clear and transparency clarity and transparency then why would you not tell your owner clients what your prices are, put it on your website. And you think, well, Mark, I can't do that. 
that all my competitors would know what I charge. Come on, folks, let, let's wake up here. They already know what you charge. You already know what they charge. This is not price fixing. Put your fees on your website. Make it clear and transparent. And that pricing page becomes almost a filter for new prospective owner clients. Because if a prospective owner client wants to call you, and they look at your pricing page and they're like, oh, this company is way too expensive. Well, then good. You just saved yourself wasted time because you didn't have to have a long conversation only to end it with them saying, well, that's too much money. I don't want to hire you. And you think, well, I just wasted half an hour talking to you. I'd rather have them filter themselves out. If they want to think I'm too expensive, then filter yourself out. So our pricing page at the top, it says fair and transparent pricing with no hidden fees. And then underneath it, we say this, and I love this little tagline. You should, you should write this down. The most expensive mistake a real estate investor can make is to work with a cheap property manager. Whew. My friends, you should be paying to listen to this podcast. That's how good that information is. The most expensive mistake a real estate investor can make is to work with a cheap property manager. So put all your pricing information out there. That's an important piece of your web site. Another thing to keep in mind, make sure that your website is owner focused and you differentiate between tenants and owners. I see too many PM company websites that doesn't have clarity there. So on the very front end, you should have a clear go this direction if you're a tenant and then have another pull down like our pull down option is owners investors. That's very, very clear, isn't it? Owners investors, everything for you is under this tab. Tenants, we call we say residents, residents, Everything for you is under this tab because residents, if for example, if residents just see a pricing page, like a general pricing, they're going to think it's pricing for the property. So we don't want to just have that on the top. Have your top differentiate owners, investors as one option and residents as another option. Another thing we want to make sure is that our page includes a lot of information about the most common questions we're getting. You should have an FAQ, an owner FAQ page, where it, it can be just a straightforward pull down. You know the, the questions your owners ask you all the time. Put that information on the website and then put pages that are specific to issues that come up all the time. So for example, we have a rent ready standards page on our website. So when an owner says, well, I don't understand. The property looks fine to me. How come I can't rent it like this? And it you know, has a broken stove and no carpet and uh, everything's a mess. We say, well, you know what? Let me send you a page from our website that will list out what our rent-ready standards are. Oh, okay. Put that on your page. Talk about what your applicant screening process is for your owners. Talk about how you market properties for your owners. Maybe put your management agreement on there for your owners. Put all that stuff on there. And then here's my little uh, secret as well. You want to make sure well, that the secret isn't to have like a click here for a rental analysis. I think we, I think we all do that. You know, click here to determine how much your property will rent for. And they click and they put their information in and it sends you a little link. Here's the thing you want to keep in mind. What pop-up do they get after they click the, here's all my information, right? So they put in their address. I'm John Smith, 123 Main Street, three bedroom, two bath, 1800 square feet. And they click the button and that either just sends you a notification for you to complete a rental analysis or it generates one automatically. But what does it take them to next, right? They've just given you the most valuable information they have, their personal information, their email, maybe their phone number, their name, their property address. 
So please, here's here's my bet. 90% of us listening right now, once owners do that on their website, they get a little pop-up that says, thank you for submitting your information. We will reach out to you shortly. I, I just, I want to put my hands around someone's neck and just squeeze when I hear that because that's terrible. Instead, here's what we have on ours. They put in all their information, they get a little pop-up and it says, thank you. But then it says this, below is a video message, especially for you as you're considering partnering with us for your property management needs. And then it's a little video from me where I'm talking to them as a new prospective owner client. <sighs> Again, you should be paying for this. You, you gotta do that, guys. You gotta have that on your site. I mean, they're interested in you. They just gave them information. They're considering hiring you. You have their attention. They're captured. Put a little short video together and you only put it there. Like that's the only place that video is gonna live on the website is that little, and you're gonna just speak to them, be like, hey, thanks so much for just submitting your information. We're gonna be getting back with you shortly. You know, here's a couple things about us as you consider working with a property management company, and you're not telling them how great you are, you're educating them onto what's going on. So tweak that, I hope that makes sense. I hope I explained that properly, because it can be a powerful piece to have on the website. Okay, so we've got your Google My Business account, number one. Number two, you've got your website. Number three, we're talking about the essentials. Number three essential is Google reviews. Google reviews. You're going to get bad ones from time to time. You just will. So therefore, it is imperative and necessary that you get positive Google reviews on a regular basis. And you've got to work for those. They don't come by themselves. It just, it's hard. It's really hard to get reviews, but you've got to make it happen. You've got to ask and ask and ask all the time. Hey, can I get a Google review? Hey, thank you so much for that compliment. Would you mind saying that online? Send the link. There's no secrets to Google reviews. It takes effort and hard work. Now, yes, you can automate certain things to have auto asks and some work well, some work better than others. But at the end of the day, you've got to ask. So whether that means you pay your employees, so hey, if your name gets mentioned in a Google review, I'll give you 25 bucks. We do that pretty regularly. I know a lot of PM companies do that because they're the ones talking to the tenants. They're the ones talking to the owners. But when someone is happy, take that extra minute and ask them to give you a Google review because prospective owner clients, when they visit your website, when they Google your company, that's the first thing they're gonna look at is your Google reviews. And if you have two Google reviews and they're both from mad tenants, they're not even going to call you. You've got to have reviews on there. Now your goal number, the number that should be your goal of reviews to get should be 50%, that's five zero, 50% of your door count. So if you manage 100 doors, the goal should be to get 50 reviews. Now you're not going to stop there. Keep going beyond that. But most companies never get there. Most companies never get to 50, five zero percent of their door count in Google reviews. So if you have gotten to that number, congratulations, you win a gold star. You are the gold standard for Google reviews. So make that your initial goal. And you got to ask for them, ask for them, ask for them all the time. Why? Because they're so necessary. When prospective owner clients call us, they will often say, hey, I was reading your reviews. That's why I'm calling. Your reviews are pretty good. Okay, that's number three. 
Finally, number four is you have to create educational content, original educational content, because this this all ties together now. This brings together your Google My Business account. It brings together your website. The Google reviews are kind of sitting on the side there. You need to be an educator. Owner clients want to work with someone they know, they like, and they trust. Well, they're going to get to know you through finding you through Google. They're going to like and trust you by you creating educational content. And yes, I'm going to say it. I believe it needs to be in video format. Nobody ever feels connected to someone by reading their blog post. They just don't. I've read a lot of blogs. I read the newspaper articles. I've never felt connected to the writer of the newspaper article by reading it. But I've watched video things, and there is a connection there. I trust them. I see their face. I see their mannerisms. That's establishing trust. You're asking someone to hand you the keys to the front door of their most valuable asset. Like That's what you're asking someone to do. So they are going to have to trust you. And there's no better way to earn their trust than by you putting out original video educational content. You say, well, Mark, how would I do that? On a future episode, we'll go into detail. But very briefly, take your phone, have someone point at you, stand there and talk for four minutes about the new law that just took effect in your area and how it impacts landlords. It's gotta be education-based. It's not a video of you telling everybody how great you are. Nobody cares. It's not a video of you talking about a property for rent. That's different. That's marketing for homes for rent. It's about you educating real estate investors, whether they work with you or not, not just your clients. It's not about you telling them how you have, how you do something. It's about educating them. You want to just keep in mind, like if someone didn't work with me, would they still find this interesting? If they're working with my competitor, would they find this interesting? Then then that then you hit it. Then utilize that as a topic. You want to look at our topics, jump on our website, rentgrace.com. We do this all the time and it works incredibly well for us that way. So there you go. You want your Google My Business account free and essential. Get your website. Now your website isn't free, I realize that, but you're gonna pay for it anyway. Take the time to make sure your website is updated. You're keeping those pages I talked about in there. Number three, Google reviews, free and essential. And number four, original video education content, free for you to create and also essential. I believe if you do those things, now you've created a foundation for marketing. Now you can add on additionally things from there, but you've got to start there. You've got to get those things done first. Hey, how's your uh, how's your rent collection percentage? Do most of your tenants pay online? And if they don't pay online, do they pay in person? Do they come in the door? And what percentage are delinquent on a regular basis? Well, did you know that there's a company out there called Cred Hub, C-R-E-D-H-U-B, Cred Hub? And what they do is they automatically report your tenants' rent payments to the credit bureaus. They pull the information from your software. They automatically report it to the credit bureaus, which helps you as the property manager reduce delinquency. It drives revenue, giving residents a chance to boost their credit scores. Wouldn't it be great if you could say to your tenant residents, hey, Mr. Resident, by the way, when you pay your rent online, I will, and you, excuse me, not just online, when you pay your rent on time, I will report that on-time payment to the credit bureau and I will help you build your credit score. It's gonna make your good tenants happy and it's gonna make your bad tenants want to pay you on time quickly so you don't report their negative payment. 50,000 different units 
are being reported on right now by CredHub. Over 70,000 residents, 50,000 units, 70,000 residents. CredHub, what they do is they property managers that use them, they're reporting a, this, is, this blows my mind, they're reporting that their delinquent payments decrease by about 50%. That's half. Half of your delinquencies get reduced simply by your tenants knowing you're going to be reporting on-time payments as well as delinquent. Now, if you say, oh, Mark, I don't want to delin- report delinquents. I only want to report on times because you know that could get me. Well, then CredHub can do that for you. They can customize it that way. Did you know a recent stat showed that 77% of all renters said they would be more likely to pay on time if they believed their payments were being reported to credit bureaus? I mean, th- how much more do you need to know here? my friends. Now, some property management companies make this mandatory. They're going to report. They even bundle this together if you want to, to offer ID theft protection to your tenants. It can be another add-on service that you provide. CredHub is something you guys got to check out. Jump on their website, credhub.com, or I'll put a link in the show notes here. Have them give you a demo of their service. This is something you can roll out to your tenants, part of your resident benefit package if you're doing that. Increase your collections, decrease your delinquencies. CredHub can automate it for you. Check them out. So I got an email here from my friend Cassie. Do you know Cassie? Cassie and her husband, oh, they're, they're some of my favorite people. I just, I love them. Anyway, she emailed me. She said this, uh, hey, Mark, I'm forwarding an email to you that I received from a potential owner client. He bought an expensive high-rise condo, and now he wants us to manage it for him, which is great. Uh, During the purchasing process, they were very thorough. They asked a lot of questions. Uh, We did it because it was a sale and a nice commission. Now they're asking us a lot of detailed questions about our property management agreement contract. I feel they have every right to ask these questions, but we are just too busy to help someone with this many questions on every step of the process. We know these are detailed questions and they won't end here, we're afraid. How would you tell them nicely that you have every right to ask these questions? We're just too busy to help clients that may have this many questions. Oh, I see this a lot. We get that. And then, by the way, she forwarded me the prospective owner's email. I've, I've literally, I don't think I've ever seen this many. This guy had 38 individual questions that he typed out. And these are detailed questions. Like, for example, he said uh, on uh, section six, subsection two, does this include transmitting of the rents also? Besides these fees listed, what other fees what do we expect to see? Uh, do we get to know who the unit is being rented to? And can do we have veto power? Oh, if you know my answer on that, Cassie. Uh, we need to choose from this answer here. If we terminate early, will we have to pay like 30 some odd questions? And that's a great, that's a great question. So you've got a couple options there, right? Now, I know a property manager who truly believes that taking the time to go through those things on the front end is what gets him the account. Because he says, you know what, I do find owners ask a lot on the front end. So I go through those with them and we get that done. Now, I believe this. You're going to have owners that ask a lot of these questions. You've got a couple options. Option number one is to point them to your website. Because you can put a lot of these questions on your FAQ page. You should have a, a page on your site. We talked about this a few minutes ago. That's your owner FAQs. Well, here's a list of 38 things, Cassie, you could put on your owner FAQ page and then just say, you know what? Here's a link to our page, answers every one of these questions for you right there. That'd be pretty slick. I also recommend that in these instances, we wanna get for us, we wanna get on the phone with this person. We're not gonna type out 
a seven page email responding to all these things. So we would probably email him and say, hey, this is what I would say. Hey, I applaud your thoroughness and your attention to detail. Uh, you're asking some very, as you are asking some very specific and detailed questions, I suggest we schedule a 20 minute phone consultation so I can quickly go through that list with you. And if they say, well, I prefer email, then you say, I'm sorry, we're just not able, I don't have the, this, this gets tricky. How do you say this, right? I'm sorry, I just don't have the bandwidth at this time uh, to sit down and, and write out the detailed responses to all of these questions. If you'd like to make a phone call, let's make that work. Because you're gonna wanna get on the phone. Because you, you also are gonna get a sense of the person. Like, are they asking legit questions or are they just nitpicking? Because there's a fine line within that side of things. Uh, but we want to know that issue. Here's my part of my response to Cassie. I recommended this. I said, schedule a call. I said, then during the call, if things get too de too detailed, you may need to say something like this. You know, property management is, is a very fluid and decisions, and it's a decision-based business. And at the end of the day, you're hiring us for our judgment. And although we have very straightforward processes. There are a lot of nuances in dealing with tenants and properties. And we don't want to paint ourselves in a corner or give you a false impression that this is an automated business. We're relationship-based. Our processes are structured, but there's too much nuance in some of your questions. And I don't want you to think, I don't want me to say something and then answer incorrectly. As I listen to myself say that, I think, Mark, that isn't that good after all. So if you're shaking your head thinking, Mark, that's stupid, I think I may actually agree with you on this point. But then uh, Cassie emailed me back, and I want to read her email because this is awesome. She said, uh, hey, here's actually what I sent to this guy. She said, I, and I think her email is amazing. She wrote this back to him. Here's what she said. It's kind of long, but she is so good at it. Uh, hello, we appreciate all your inquiries, and it's completely understandable to have questions about property management services and our contract. I wanted to have this conversation on the phone with you so that you can hear my tone of voice and know I say this with lots of care and kindness and hesitation. My hesitation is being able to respond to your email sooner, uh, to, be, to be able to respond to your email sooner coming from a thought process, the thought process I'm having when I'm receiving the email, when I receive an email this overwhelming. I feel it's part of our job to explain everything to clients when they ask, and we do, but these questions have never been asked before. We can answer them, but I have a feeling that we will continue to get long emails with lots of questions like this from you as we manage your home, and I know this could overwhelm our team as we are not used to this level of questioning. As a broker, property manager, and owner of the company, I have to consider the workload I'm passing on to my employees. It is a very sensitive role I have, be I have because I care about them and want to keep them for a long time. While we strive to assist all of our clients to the best of our ability, we must acknowledge our current workload, which may limit our capacity to cater to clients with extensive questions. Given your specific needs and the level of attention you may require, it's essential for you to have the best experience possible, and we believe there may be other property management companies that can better accommodate your needs. Wow. So she was like, sorry, uh-uh, not going to happen here. Go away. We genuinely wish you the best in finding the right property management company to align with your requirements and that can offer you the level of service and support that you deserve. A tear is coming out of my eye right now. If there's anything else we can help you with in your future, please don't hesitate to reach out. That is a gentle goodbye, isn't it? Wow. What's the old movie? The Long, the long Goodbye? The Long Kiss Goodnight? Whatever it is. Nice job, Cassie. Whew. I like it. I like that. All right. One more question here comes from Jan. 
this is a very short question uh, as compared to the last one. Jan simply says this, what is the best way to avoid litigation? Oh, what a great question. The best way to avoid litigation. Now I have a, it's a simple, short question and I have a simple, short answer. So when I was a kid, I would, uh, my brother and I lived, I have two brothers, but uh, my one brother's closer to me in age and we would play behind our house. We had a train track behind our house. We would play on the train tracks all the time. It was so much fun. I mean, we were kids, that's that's what you did. You played on the train tracks. Now, I know if you're under the age of 30 and you're a parent, you're very upset right now because I'm suggesting you let your children play on train tracks. But hey, this is we survived, okay? This is what we did. And one of the fun things we do is we just put like pennies on the train track and they'd come and you'd stand on the tracks until the train kind of got within sight and then you'd jump off out of the way. Like it was very exhilarating type of a thing. Here's what I learned playing on the train tracks. You could sense when a train was coming. Like you could feel the track vibrating. You could see the smoke off in the distance in the clouds. You could hear the whistle. Like you you knew when a train was coming from far, far away. And if you know a train is coming, what do you need to do? You need to get off the tracks. Here's my analogy. In the property management business, if you are paying attention, you know when potential litigation is coming because you sense it. You hear a tenant complain, complain, threaten, threaten, complain, threaten, and then they sue you. And you're like, what? I can't believe that happened. Well, you weren't paying attention to the train coming right down the tracks right at you. You just stood there on the tracks like an idiot. You deserve to get sued. And it's the same thing with owners. When an owner complains, is negative, threatens, complains, is negative, threatens, what should you do? Get off the tracks. Stop working with them. I've done a fair amount of... Uh, expert witness work here in Colorado. So a property management company is being sued by a tenant or an owner, and it gets to the point that they need an expert witness and they will hire me as the expert witness to come in and give my opinion on whether or not the property management company acted appropriately. And so one thing I have to do is review all of the information, I mean all of it, from the very beginning of the relationship. So I get to read or listen to the correspondence from the very first email when the owner said, hey, I'm looking to hire a property manager. And I get to read the next email where it said, hey, here's what we do. And I get to read every correspondence. And some of these literally go back years and years and years. Here's the one thing I've learned in reading this stuff. When the lawsuit happens in year seven, it should not have been a surprise to the property manager because you saw the train coming early on. Complain nastiness, ugliness, property manager tries to appease them. Oh, please, you know, no, I'm sorry, don't leave. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Nasty owner, nasty tenant, appease, appease, threaten, threaten, and then the lawsuit happens. The job of a property manager is to make problems go away. Like in a nutshell, that is your job. Make problems go away. Sometimes that means you have to make owners go away. Sometimes it means you have to make tenants go away. Because if you can't make the problem go away, then you make the source of the problem go away. So we've been in business for 45 years. We have never been in litigation against an owner client, never in 45 years. And, and I don't think we ever will. That's not just some like lucky thing, because if it starts getting ugly, we're going to stop working with the owner client. Now, tenants, obviously you have to evict tenants for, and that's a legal issue, but I don't think we've ever had anything significant that way either. Why? Because if things start to get ugly, we're going to get off the tracks. So that's not maybe the best answer you were looking for, Jan, but that has worked for us. When the train comes, get off the tracks because working with that high-risk owner client, 
is definitely not worth it. I promise. If, you know, if you've got a question, jump on our website, pmbuild.com. You can look at all the stuff we have there, but you can also ask questions of me, which I promise I will answer on a future podcast at pmbuild.com. If you need more than that, you think, well, gosh, Mark, I'd like to, I'd like to have a longer conversation. Did you know that you can actually sign up for a one-time, one-off call with me? I do one-on-one coaching. I don't have any slots open on my one-on-one coaching stuff, but you can certainly sign up for a one-time call with me if uh, that's something that you would like to do jump on that website pmbuild.com you'll find everything you need to help you build grow and protect your property management company my friends until next time i wish you success